0: Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchmen and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaclinsmith.com. Warren Radio is now on the following platforms: Amazon Prime Music in podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast. And be sure not to miss the following articles on Dana Glenn Smith. Socialist Dreams, Visions, and Sugar Plums, America's Seven Abominations, and you don't want to miss these shows on Dana Glenn Smith and warn-usa.com, Gospel of John, The Five Prophecies, If I Could Praise Thee Ten Thousand Times, And don't miss these shows on warn-usa.com. <coughs> Power of God, Book of Romans, Part 2, on Sound the Shofar. Lord Binds the Breach, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 75, on Battle Lines. And Apocalyptic Faith, Battle Perilous Prophetic Times. And don't miss the Warren Radio episodes from the previous week. Wednesday's Advocacy Show Faith, Endurance, and Salvation Persecution Advocacy Amidst Violent Persecution on Warren Radio. Thursday's Isaiah's Series Children of Transgression Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 179 at Warren Radio on Battle Lines. And Friday's show, Sound the Shafar, Grace Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 1. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America, hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you know Dana, you wrote that book back in 2019 even before any of this was all going on, before COVID or anything else. Yep. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books-a-Million, Ingram, and Walmart. And you can get the Rising ebook on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter and vis- visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in The Watchmen. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good.
1: Yeah. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. It's good to be here again tonight.
0: Yes. You know, we're in summer. But, you know, we've had a lot of weird weather because out in the East Coast, Vermont, and everything, they're flooding. I know, that's just bizarre. And we've had, uh, rain in the evening. Now, it stopped, but there for, how long was that?
1: Oh, um, A couple of months? Yes, A couple it months was.
0: since the beginning, you know, what well, we classify as summer. Every evening, we had a rain shower. We and did. big ones. And, uh. I mean we've had a lot of rain. It just you can see a lot of things happening in the weather. So at any rate, here we are. Friday uh not Friday. We're here on a Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> and this one is The Advocacy for the Persecuted Church. And uh Tonight, we're starting out with a new article that we have over on uh, well both our websites, danaglennsmith.com, warren-usa.com. It's called The Gospel of John, The Five Prophecies. And you probably haven't had anybody talk about the five prophecies. But these are five important prophecies that pretty much are at the beginning of the book. And so, first of all, be sure to go over to warn-usa.com or danaglensmith.com. And uh, you can also find some of these, most of these articles on both websites. But at different times, we feature different ones. So when we tell you where they're all at, that's where they're predominantly featured. Uh, other than that, you'll have to go into the, uh, the search bar and uh, search for it. And uh, we are approaching, and it's not going to be too long before we'll be closing in on the end of the study. I mean, it's still going to be a while, but but we're getting up there, in, and it's, it's hard to believe that we've covered this much of Isaiah. Uh, and so this post here that we're talking about, the Gospel of John, the five prophecies, This is about undeniable testimony of those words written aforetime for us so that we might believe and be saved. You know, these were written by guys that the Lord ran (coughs) into and, you know, of course on purpose because he knew what was in men. He knew what was in their hearts. And so he called them and one of those he called was John and so john writes the gospel and uh, we get the five prophecies out of that now make sure there's more than five prophecies this is just the five prophecies written uh specifically by john and and the words that he says and the one thing that that we do uh his words This is the disciple that testified of these things regarding Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, the Savior of the world, the Almighty in Revelation chapter 1. Now these this is my summary so this isn't the exact words of his end And so it's interesting when I, when I read that this guy was there and saw the Lord, witnessed everything, saw the cross. Uh, you know, he witnessed the glory of the Lord and he wrote all this down for generations to come. And, and that's what really means a lot. I mean, think of the responsibility. The five prophecies found in the Gospel of John are not the only ones in this testimonial written by John. But these five form the first glimpses into the message of John. He testified that the one in whom he believes is the Messiah, is God incarnate. The message screams from the pages of time that there is a true grace of God in which all men can believe and I think that's the most important thing even today is that Jesus the Messiah was God incarnate or God in the flesh and he was the one he was the full embodiment of the grace of God which sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for us and so that grace of God—it is that grace given by God to us through the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross to provide the blood atonement for all mankind. And make no mistake—if you ever had an, uh, you know, uh, an assignment, your first assignment should read the Gospel of John over and over and over again until you understand the true message and read even the end of the book where he signs off and understand this is a real human being who witnessed the real son of God I mean we believe in the son of God but we haven't seen him in the flesh you know tower
1: I know it's amazing
0: so If you it, just stop
1: yeah, and think about all that how amazing it is and was
0: yeah, and and we're reading, we're reading that,
1: and God is still alive today.
0: Yep, yeah, He is. It is here that I also bring up Peter in this, for he writes in his first epistle, saying, "The God of all grace." And I, I like this because without grace, we wouldn't have had a chance. Here is the Father who loved us so much he sent his only begotten Son, Jesus, Yahshua, to die for our sins. He is the one and only God who is described as the God of all grace. There is no other grace that saves, redeems, brings alive, and gives mankind the power to become the sons of God. As mankind labors and lives and then meets the end of life, Where is their hope placed? That's the question. There is one who gives us that hope built upon the foundation of God's Word which is true and placed before us which says God cannot lie. And so that's just briefly an introduction to the article in this special uh, article The Gospel of John The Five Prophecies. And I urge you to go to dana.glynsmith.com, warn usacom And read the articles Read the article And Send it around to your friends Tell them about it And by the way The graphic is really nice
1: Yeah, it's really cool
0: You know because it has this, you know, you could look at it as a sunrise and uh, the sun streaking through the sky. And I think of you know, the morning when he was resurrected. It's just amazing what we read and what we teach and uh, you know and I'm talking to Christianity in general. A lot of times we take all this for granted. A lot of times I don't think people really believe this stuff like they should. But make no mistake, this article is aimed at the testimony of John, what he has to say and as a personal witness and he stands out through the ages for you and me and he says, I was there. I knew him, I saw him, I witnessed him, I talked to him, I ate with him, I lived. We lived together as a whole group. We know that this is the Son of God.
1: Amen. That's that's more than
0: anybody else can say.
1: We can't say that.
0: (laughs) You know, we we have the Spirit in us. Yeah. So. Check it out, The Gospel of John, The Five Prophecies. And uh, we're moving on. Now this one, we're talking about globalchristianrelief.org. And uh, this organization... You know, how can you describe it except it came out of another organization, because they needed to split in order to meet the needs of everybody, so you have two separate organizations that work together uh, it, coming out of one, and so global Christian relief is the one that broke away on its own uh, in order to better. Handle the issues that are happening around the world because there is real life impact with Christians today and as they said now this is a personal letter to us uh, and they send them out to a lot of the people that deal with them we have a certain list of it's a big list I got a lot of them that work with uh, the persecuted Christians globally. And that's what I always say is that you want to find an organization with boots on the ground that can supply the needs, that can get the needs of the people that need them. It doesn't do any good to do the shows and all this other stuff if we can't visibly get the food to the people that need them. Because there are Christians I mean we, we cover it all the time, Tower.
1: All the time. It's just seems astronomical and it keeps counting. Doesn't stop. The needs don't stop.
0: Nope, they never do. And so our hope you know is that you will pray for the persecuted church and that you will donate to one of these organizations that have boots on the ground and and uh, intercede for them you know and they begin this, this year has been anything but joyful for countless persecuted Christians and and you know that is it, it, it's hard. It's, it's, it's really hard it's, it's, to describe. It's the what.
1: truth. It's fact. Yeah. It's horrible.
0: At the beginning of February, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake tore through Turkey and Syria. Now, I think I have. A, 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 yeah, I do. But we may not get it, do it till next week because you, you can't imagine how many people are dying. magnitude earthquake now remember a lot of their homes and their high buildings they don't have the best building codes but these were severe earthquakes and you know they don't have an exact number but they say tens of thousands and leaving millions homeless so
1: tens of thousands were killed in that earthquake
0: and so you look at that in Turkey and Syria. That's where a lot of trouble is. Mm -hmm. And of course, then they also mention the bonded slavery and the brick kiln. And the brick kilns, you know, in Pakistan, and there's other brick kilns around. Uh, But, you know, we've reported on the brick kilns, there's more than one in, in Pakistan. You know, but countless... Uh, generation after generation of Christians wind up bonded you know, to this company because they owe a debt. And many times the Christians uh, have to go to the hospital for something. I mean a lot of them get beat up, shot and everything else. And they've got to pay and when they can't they have to borrow it. And so the bonded labor, uh, the owners, uh, give them the money, and and they have to work. And this includes if the parents can't pay it off, the kids are automatically bonded into that slavery for the family's debt, and they are not freed until they get it paid off. And so they're continually having to borrow, you know, use money to eat and survive and it's just an absolute horrible thing but ministries are starting to really work to get the christians out of these bonded situations and i'm going through this because people like global christian relief you know works to help alleviate and get them out of there because they pay off their loans uh barnabas aid works in that there's a lot of them that do And uh, they say, but hope prevails thanks to our amazing God and faithful believers like you. And uh, they send this out to, to their supporters. But the WIBR Warren Radio does have funds that, you know, we give out regularly to these particular, and there's a number of them, to help the persecuted church and so Mr. John from the St. George Church in Turkey the earthquake happened in the middle of the night when morning came we saw the aftermath most of the buildings collapsed and so Global Christian Relief partnered with St. George Church and that's Uh, the relief director, Mr. John, at the St. George Church. And they were feeding around 5,000 homeless men, women, and children a day. And we were distributing blankets, (laughs) rations, waters, tent, hygiene kits, and more to our hard-pressed brothers and sisters. They would have died otherwise. Oh, yeah you know this a long time ago we go back a long time in the advocacy Um, many many years ago and we're we're advocating in uh, India too but this was a long long time ago and uh, you know they used to have floods and all kinds of things back then and the government would come in and say we're not going to give you christians anything because you have you have people your fellow christians who who help you so we're we're not going to give you nothing and they didn't and that was uh, many years ago in india and so th- this is the way it is i mean can you imagine being in america and having america do that to americans
1: no, that would be hard to believe that that would happen.
0: And they also talk about uh, Azeb and his family who were in the brick kilns. But you can never pay off this never-ending debt.
1: And it gets passed down to your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren.
0: That's terrible. It is. Because you have little kids working in these too.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what it says, a bond of slave. It's a slave labor. Bond of slavery.
0: And so they go on to say those in the brick kilns lack access to health care and education, but Global Christian Relief and our partners are now offering them mobile medical clinics plus education for the children so they can dream of a life beyond slave labor. Now this means a lot to me. Yeah, you know to get them out of there and you know see and this is one thing you know I've been warned in America for many years Tower and I have and we've been warned because of the sin and that America you know all this stuff that's happening in America is not new you know I've been warned and Tower's been warned she's been with me we've been warned in America and American people for many many years to wake up we haven't woke up, and we don't care about sin. Matter of fact, we're the worst we've ever been with what we're doing today.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: What I mean by that is that America has not gotten any better. It's gotten worse. Yes. We we have an agenda, and it's going into the schools. It's coming out of the government. You look at the Biden administration. And it's every kind of wickedness, and these are vile things that America has has decided is okay. And uh, And I'm not going to go into detail, but I can tell you that this is the kind of stuff that needs to stop. And for all the churches we have here, and for all the people that warn, for all the people that claim to be Christians, America's filthy.
1: Yes, it is.
0: There's abominations going on all the time. And if God judges this, and I've been telling America that it's going to be judged. That, uh, you know, what I'm getting at is that if America is judged severely, then there's not going to be anybody sending much of anything to anybody to help the persecuted church. Because America won't be in the situation to be able to do that.
1: That's right.
0: That's why we want America to <clears throat> repent. That's why we don't want the judgment to hit here. That's why we want to continue see help flowing out of America and these other countries to help our brothers and sisters worldwide. Because I guarantee if you were sitting in America and you had nothing like these people have nothing, you would be glad that someone thought of you enough to send you something to eat and give you clean water.
1: Well, that's right.
0: And so, there is going to be trouble. But ministries like Global Christian Relief and the others that we we tell you about are very important to help the believers worldwide. So be sure to pray about it and go to their websites. If you don't know who to who to help then go to our websites and send us an email through our websites and we'll send you a list. Tell us what you want of course and then we will send you a list. (coughs) So you can contact us through warn-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com You know, we are living in perilous times. Oh,
1: we are. And the things going on are just mind-boggling the, 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 how horrible things are.
0: Well, yeah, know, <clears throat> and, and we're doing corrupt things. We're doing corrupt things toward children.
1: Like our next article.
0: Yes, and uh, it, it's go ahead. It,
1: it's titled Troublesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: but it's very disturbing. It's pushing the matrix, troublesome medical practices. So this is about gender reassignment for the for our young people. And new studies confirm gender reassignment surgeries are failing to improve the lives of people struggling with their gender identity. Instead, these so-called treatments are worsening mental health, contributing to increased feelings of loneliness, and in some cases, increasing suicide rates. In a study published in May, researchers at the University of Hamburg Medical Center found that Transgender and gender-diverse people who have undergone gender reassignment surgery feel lonelier. Another study released five days later, or no, just a few days later, found that nearly half of the transgendered people in the study have varying levels of being unsatisfied with their lives. In a Heritage Foundation report published last year, Senior Fellow Research Dr. Jay Green observed a correlation between minors who had fewer barriers to accessing hormone therapy or sex reassignment surgery with higher suicide rates and he said lowering the legal barriers to make it easier for minors to undergo cross-sex medical intervention without parental consent does not reduce suicide rates. In fact, it likely leads to higher rates of suicide among young people in states that adopt these changes. He also advised that states should instead adopt parental bill of rights that affirm the fact that parents have primary responsibility for their children's education and health and that require school officials and health professionals to receive permission from parents before administering health services, including medication and gender change counseling to children under 18. And nearly 15 states have adopted policies that prohibit the use of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and sex reassignment surgeries for children. Um, Dr. Sue, Deborah So, a n- sex neuroscientist, says studies that prove gender reassignment surgeries and hormone therapy are harmful to children are often ignored. An existing body of research shows that most kids with gender dysphoria grow to be comfortable in their bodies upon undergoing pu- puberty and that those wishing to transition suddenly post puberty may be experiencing a social contagion. These studies have been dismissed because they don't fit the preferred activist narrative. <clears throat> she wrote that in the um, Washington Examiner. And Jamie Reed, a far left LGBT activist who worked for four years at the Washington University transgendered center at st louis children's hospital revealed that the medical industry is using high pressure techniques to coerce parents into consenting for their children to get transgender treatment what's happening to children is morally and medically appalling she wrote and this story comes to us from cbn.org and you know dana this is really there's only 15 states that have adopted those policies that prohibit the use of that. And what's very disturbing is that more states, all 50 states should adopt, adopt those policies. Yeah. And that it should be, you know, that the parents have the Bill of Rights, a parental Bill of Rights, that they have the rights over their children and not the education system or the government and so that's very disturbing
0: well it is disturbing and this, and and this couch, stuff
1: shouldn't even be going on we shouldn't even be discussing this kind of stuff it's it's that's right out of the pits of hell to destroy the families and the children it's very troublesome and disturbing
0: well they've they've uh, corrupted You know, there's a lot of corruption in America and one of the things they've done by using the internet the way they do, the internet is amoral, it is not righteous, it's not immoral, it is amoral, neither one, so whichever group can influence the, you know, the internet the most, that's the group that ends up with the control of the minds of the children, and today we have a whole bunch of people who have infiltrated our teachers unions, and our school districts and things like that to bring some of these damnable things up and and it gets worse there's a lot worse things than this so you know be sure to keep your eye on your children but uh this thing is not over even the Biden administration uh is all for this and uh, we have people that are up there, you know, in Biden's administration that, you know, push this stuff. And, uh, you know, if you decide to do it, you know, well, that's up to you. But uh, the bottom line of it is, is that this is immoral. No matter how much they try to cover it over. You know, and we do live in America. We do have rights. And as Americans, we have a right to voice opposition to things. And we have rights to take care of our own children. We, we do not have to let some school district tell us how to raise our children. That's right. Or some teacher or some governor or their police department. See, this is where we have screwed up our American rights. We have failed because we ignore our own Bill of Rights. Everything about America is lawless, not just lawless with, with uh, biblical aspects, but they're lawless concerning uh, the very things that are written in, uh, written in our own Constitution. And so make no mistake about it, the next thing they're going to try to do eventually... Will be to remove the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights and rewrite it, and so we are in a mess right now in America, whether you believe it or not.
1: That's right, we sure are.
0: And if you think that that America is going to be blessed based on what you're doing, you know you got another thing coming. So at any rate, remember that those are this is a troublesome issue. We we know that but uh, well we're moving on now we're talking about over in Pakistan no this is India you know they they had massive riots over there and violence and it displaced 60,000 Indian Christians these are India and they're Christians
1: Hindu. Hindu rioting
0: yep rioting and violence and if you're an innocent Christian believer they don't care (laughs) because you're going to be a target period and so you know some of the reports put the death toll at 80 but see you may have 80 people dead but you have a lot of the Christians who lost their homes there's no place they lost their churches you know and so this is when you see this go that this is the thing and of course after that you know i mean if you're there in a christian and you have all your family you you have to fear for your safety and you have to flee but where do you go because the violence is everywhere and uh... This particular group of people left their home, the only home they ever knew, and, you know, got, got a way out of the violence. And they were finally able to find shelter and hot meals at a relief center run by Global Christian Relief uh, and our partners on the ground. You don't know how how good that is. When you have your whole world torn from you with no hope,
1: and you know, and then some,
0: some Christian organization comes along and they're already set up on the ground for you. and Yeah, so, that's amazing. And according to the Global Christian Relief, they intend to... Uh, a crowd of around 10,000 displaced christians. And of course when you give, you know, this is just one of the areas that your money can go. And uh one of those who went through this, him and his family, he says what has touched our hearts is the care, love and concern our brothers and sisters have shown us. And that's true. Yes. You know, we care. And uh, so pray for the persecuted church. And uh, you know, a lot of these organizations that we talk about, you can go to their websites and get updates. And you need to pray for them and put a little bit of financial help in there as well. And, uh, you know, we're here talking about the ACLJ next and J. Seculo you know and matter of fact this is a warning from Jay Sekulow and he's talked about this before um uh, the ACLJ is another one that we uh, absolutely support and because of the work he does in the constitutional legal arena and he says uh, there's a storm brewing And I'm afraid the Christian community is caught off guard. And he's talking about Biden's relentless attack on faith. And he says it's not slowing down. And so he says that Biden's actions are empowering anti-Christian radicals to slowly and quietly erode your religious liberty. And, of course, they try to do it under the radar, you know, clandestine. And, uh, you know, they could eviscerate everything that we believe and, uh, you know, what our forefathers fought to protect. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and there, another as I talk about this, uh, this latest, uh, ending, uh, you know, the Supreme Court passed a lot of things, uh, in our favor, the Christians favor to really help us in this battle. And uh, they threw out some of the things that the Biden administration was trying to do. And so they said some of the things that were disturbing, though, that uh, he mentions here is confiscating Bibles from kids in school, kicking them out of federal buildings. They threatened to arrest a pastor for praying in front of the Chinese embassy. And uh, uh these are kind of things that we've already seen uh but this is the stuff he's noticing ripping away your right to go to church planting fbi spies in our churches and calling christian criminals now see they do that
1: sounds and, like china
0: yeah it does doesn't it and he says we're battling in each of these cases and uh you know there's a lot of these things uh, You know, that the Supreme Court has ruled on in our favor. And uh, I get all the updates from the ACLJ. And he sent us one telling us that all the supporters that helped him, you know, helped him to win this. See, because these these battles and they're all over and they'll even fight overseas for Christians over there, um, you know, in another country so it's a mess I mean if you look at it
1: yeah something you never and that's why the Christians are caught off guard because they would have they never expected this to happen in our country I remember uh, years ago talking to a a lady about what was going on and what was happening in America and she says that'll never happen in, in America that will never happen that's how naive she was at the time.
0: And uh, he quotes about a Supreme Court case. and matter of fact, um, they were talking about a Christian realtor who was targeted and harassed by the government for having John 3.16 and Jesus loves you in her emails. Now that's baloney.
1: That is wrong.
0: This is America
1: not up to the government to dictate what yeah. we can say. And the government have.
0: has no ruling in this. This is... And the Biden administration is lawless. They are. And they are, are no friends. They may... Biden may be a Catholic, but he's a backslidden Catholic. And, of course, the Pope, you know... Well, I'll let you guys take care of the Pope. I'm not a Pope fan. Because some of the things he says are not even right. So at any rate, uh, remember the ACLJ and pray for them. You can American go to ACLJ.org. What?
1: What does that stand for? ACLJ, American Center for Law and Justice. Yeah,
0: J. Secula. Yeah, American Center for Law and Justice. And that's right.
1: The ACLJ is an organization dedicated to the defense of constitutional liberties secured by law.
0: And that's what we're talking about. Freedom of religion, freedom of speech. And every socialist country, you don't have these things. America is one of the few nations on the face of the earth that has true freedoms. And I guarantee you that there are lots of patriots and Christians out there that are not going to give up their rights even if we have some president like Joe Biden who doesn't care that you have them. And there's a lot of of these people in Congress that maybe they may call themselves Christians but they're not Christians. I don't care where they're from. We have some very very bad legislators. We have some very, very poor presidents. And this president is probably the worst in history. And some of his policies are even worse than history. So there you have it. Most of you would know that anyway. We're not telling you anything new. So, you ready? Yes. Okay.
1: Pakistan is ramping up blasphemy charges. And this story comes to us from BarnabasAid.org. And 14 years ago this month, Pakistani Christian and young mother, Asiya Bibi, was charged with Pakistan Penal Code PPC, I'm not going to read these, section 295, with blasphemy for allegedly defiling the name of Muhammad, the prophet of Islam. And yeah, we
0: remember that, don't we? We
1: did, we do. It we covered it. We did for years.
0: And when she was released, we mm. were rejoicing.
1: Yes, we were. If those charges were being brought against Asiya today, she would be she would find herself charged as a terrorist. This is a result of the agreement reached earlier this month between Pakistan's coalition government and the uh, Tariq Pakistan and Islamist opposition party which includes the strengthening of pakistan's notorious blasphemy laws and this this agreement and so pakistan's war against the world over islam the agreement is wide-ranging but the provisions related to blasphemy come down to three points that those charged with making derogatory remarks about Mohammed under PPC 295-C, will additionally be charged under Pakistan's Terrorism Act, which was put into effect in 1997, and that the government will, uh, number two, that the government will establish a counter-blasphemy department, and that the trials of those accused of blasphemy will be sped up. Each of these developments place Christians and other religious minorities at increased risks. Additional terror charges could increase likelihood of blasphemy execution and the section 295 of the PPC includes several articles uh, stipulates life imprisonment for anybody who willfully defiles damages or desecrates a Quran or an exact or, an extract from the Quran. It f- focuses on di- defiling the name of Muhammad and those accused of this form of blasphemy specifically, who will also find themselves facing terrorism charges. It is not clear yet what those ter- terrorism charges will apply. And it also includes the prohibition of acts including or likelihood to stir up secretarian hatred. And the punishment for this offense is a maximum five-year print sentence along with an unspecified fine. Um, And on paper, therefore, the additional terrorism charges could mean little the penalty for blasphemy against Mohammed is already, according to a 1991 Constitutional Court decision, death. So, um, yep. Yet the death sentence for blasphemy has never been applied. Several have been sentenced to death, including Asiya Bibi, who spent nearly eight years on death row before her acquittal in 2018, but nobody has been executed. And they want to hurry up the charges or the court cases. So the hurrying along of blasphemy cases will put the accused at a disadvantage because... um,
0: And she's no longer in Pakistan either.
1: Yeah, she got out. So the shorter time scale will adversely affect the ability of suspects and their families to craft a defense. And the by contrast, the persecution or the prosecution needs little time to develop its case as blasphemy allegations are often accepted at face value, especially by the lower courts. And, um, you know, this is just not a good thing, Dana, that this doesn't Well, is you know, in,
0: in these cases, just if you repeated as a Christian what you believe, like the Apostles' Creed, they could get you for blasphemy. And Asiya's case was totally different because uh, she had been working in a field with a bunch of Muslim women and she went and took a drink out of the only place there was and these women came and castigated her, told her she was unclean and filthy. So Asiya started telling them about the Lord and the one true God. And uh, so by the time they were done, the women were so mad that they testified that she had committed uh, blasphemy and they went to a special imam that they knew and he filed the charges. So this is how easy, you know, it goes on because this is garbage. But see the world anyway, Tower, you know, one day there's going to be a beast. There's going to be a second beast and there's going to be you know, a one world ruler and there's going to be the mark of the beast and there's going to be people killed because they don't take that mark of the beast. Uh, Make no mistake, this is where the world's going. They crucified Jesus. They're going to crucify, they're going to kill his followers.
1: We're not above the master.
0: No. And that's the way it is. Now, There's a, there's a story called Victory and this is via CBN and I wanted to do this one. We're not going to go into a lot of detail, but this is another landmark victory that happened. And, and it, and it happened some time ago. The Supreme Court upheld protections for workers who asked for religious uh, accommodations uh, and, uh, he didn't want to work on Sundays. this was a postman, and he said the reason he became a postman is because they don't work on Sundays. Well, things have changed, and so as a result, you know you know he got in trouble, so well, at any rate and and he got uh he retired anyway. But, uh, Samuel Lito wrote in his majority opinion for the court that while some lower courts have understood um, Hardison, the way the Biden administration suggested, other courts incorrectly latched on to the de minimis language as a governing standard. Now, you may not understand this. And uh, The bottom line of it is, is because of some of the peculiar language in in this particular case and the law. He was vindicated. Well, see, we're in America. If you don't want to work on Sundays because you're a Christian, don't work on Sundays. You know, but if they try to fire you for that, you're going to have a case. Especially now, since this guy won the case... But he doesn't work for the post office anymore because uh, he retired from what I understood about this. But, uh, see, and we add this onto the series of victories. And the ACLJ has been involved in a lot of litigation against the Biden administration and others. And we have seen a lot of victories. And and yet every day you see more violations. So thank God we've got someone up there. That's right. That's a Christian that's willing to fight for our rights. Because Biden administration, these others don't care whether you have rights. There are those on the street and there's, there's uh, states in this country. They don't care what you believe. You're going to do what they want. And they will lie, steal, cheat, and even bear false witness in order to get you in trouble. Because that's what they do overseas. Americans will do the same thing. So at any rate, we're, we've got a few more minutes here. But, you know, we are seeing victories.
1: Yes, we are. And it's, it's great to see those victories, too. I would li- love to see them for a long, long time.
0: But it seems like after you get a victory, there's always something else.
1: Yep. The battle's never over.
0: No. No. Well, at any rate, one day it will be over.
1: Yes, and we'll all be with the Lord. What a day that will be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like that song. What a day that will be. When my Jesus I shall see, when I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. What a day, oh what a day, glorious day, what a day that will be,
1: glorious day.
0: Amen. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Blessed be our God and Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us an abundant hope by the mm. by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Pray for the brothers and sisters in Christ, my friends. Amen. And, you know, pray that the gospel get out. Pray and pray for your enemies. You know, God can change hearts here. We don't want anybody to perish, even if they are a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone that's a pain in the butt—they can be not a pain anymore. They can, God can touch them, and we like to see former pains in the butt that God has changed. You know, we need to save them before they become a murderer or a thief or some other thing.
1: That's right.
0: Because many people are in darkness, and in America, we're in darkness. America used to know the truth, but there are areas where there's darkness and deception so if you don't know this is in america then you need prayer and we pray that god will touch your heart mind and soul and touch your family we do pray for peace for you and we pray for blessing on your family and we pray that the lord jesus will reveal himself to you my friends take care of yourselves and look to the lord get into the word of god you're not going to be saved without him and so you can go ahead now tower okay. we'll close
1: out well thank you everybody for joining us whenever you do we always look forward to having you here and being with us we love you we pray for you and we always hope the best for you in christ jesus and may his, face shine upon you and bless you. Pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you. And we love you. Good night, everybody.
0: Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, com. Read the articles, listen to the shows. We have a lot, and I mean a lot, of series and this is a series of. We have a Roman series, you know. We have the Isaiah series. Lots. I have a lot of stuff up there. Get over in the nav bar of our nav bar of our website at warnedsusa.com and look around and listen to some shows. You know, you will find something that will bless you and help you. And you can always. Go on over to our contact page and send us a message. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your children. Watch over the aged and help us to help the persecuted church overseas. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. And may the light of the word direct your steps. Till next time, everybody, shalom.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: The Warn Radio.